the joints. Progret Racing presents show us your tips as we arrive at the championships. Doncaster Day tomorrow, Daggy and Beaver with you to look at the big 10 race card there as well as the Bendigo Mile card. Beaver, you just cheered me up by reminding me about the Tigers game last night, so thanks for that. Uh, in a good emotional You're state. Welcome, at the mate, moment. Anytime. Yeah, thanks. That's heaps good. Uh, I did the form after that game too, so forgive me of um, all of it. Anyway, we are at the championships. It is well. Hopefully, you've hopefully you found anything Tigers related and put a line through it. I was just an emotional wreck, so I'm not sure. If it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's from a, the result of the game or the uh, the actual game itself. But anyway, uh, it I is. Hope dom- you didn't do that form sitting on the roof, mate. Uh, it was a bit wet, so no, just uh, <laughs> just under the bed. It was. Um, we are at Randwick though for Doncaster Day, one of my favourite days of the year. Uh, Mark's a two-year anniversary of the show, actually, I believe. I think our first, the first time we ever did a show together was Doncaster Day Beaver, so well done, putting up with us this long. So it is heavy, it's wet. It, the rail is in the true, It I think it's going to be last man standing pretty much for most of the day. Uh, every, everything in Sydney's wet, so not too surprising there. We'll see how we'll see where they get to in the run, but um, yeah, maybe hard to make a lot of ground up, but uh, looking for... For the most part, best horses at Randwick that can get through the conditions. We kick off with the two-year-old. I haven't checked, Aggie. Is there any? Is there any rain around? Or yeah, I think there's more no coming tonight. Rain? No, this afternoon it's supposed to be another forty mil or something. Oh right. Yeah, oh, that won't help. So hopefully we're racing. That'd be the first point of call. But uh, we will get into it as I hit the record button on there. Recording in progress. Uh, We will get into it with the kindergarten stakes, the group three over the 1,100 metres. For the two-year-olds, Beaver, how are we starting? Yeah, look, a tricky little affair. Uh, First up here, you've got uh, some lightly raced ones and some that are unraced. So really hard to get a line on here, particularly the unraced Bjorn Baker. Ginger's gal. I'm, I'm keen to see how it goes. I think it's trialled really well. Um, that in mind, I've settled on Nominator from the Waterhouse mm. Spot Stable. I think it might um, jump to the front and uh, it'll give me a bit of a look at how the track is playing on the day. I thought its first up win was quite impressive, um, albeit at it, 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 um, Gosford, uh, but it was on heavy ground and put play to them and controlled the race quite nicely. Uh, so it may have come back this preparation as a fairly decent horse. Time will tell tomorrow, but that's how I'm going to start the day. Yeah, I found, I think the two you mentioned pretty much, actually, Asteria has trialled quite well a couple of times, and it's around $9.50, should bounce to the front and um, be hard to run down. But the main main play again, Nominator got ploughed through the heavy in nice style, and I don't think this is a deep, I don't think this is a, a very deep race, so... The two lightly raced, or more lightly raced ones, were the two I was looking at. And you mentioned the third pick, Ginger's Girl, unbeaten a couple of times, Damien Lane and Bjorn. But um, the Waterhouse team might have a, a decent day tomorrow. Race two is the Carbine Club for the three-year-olds over the 1,600 metres, where I think the market's in the right order. Uh, it's uh, straight Aaron on top and might be the obvious one, chased it. A decent, what might be a decent horse in Lock Eagle first up, Mile Suits. Uh, and the other one I was happy to spec is uh, Capistel, who's going to bounce on pace, Tim Clark on, and in a what is essentially a midweek race, uh, might be hard to run down coming back from the Coolmore. 
but tricky, tricky stuff. What do you do? Yeah, I don't know that it is overly tricky here. I think the uh, straight arrow is a is a is a nice, promising type. It, it, as you said, it chased a, what looks to be a pretty good horse last start, um, and they were the main two in the market. And I liked the way it closed off. It gave the other horse a start. Um, was never going to run it down, but um, and the the other horse was probably eased up a little bit. But straight arrow, Aaron wasn't losing ground and started to eat into it when it was eased up, um, which was nice enough for me. I think this doesn't have any lock evils and I think it's on the way up. Um, gate 10, I think, suits can get to the middle of the track. Um, I think it's a nice play. Yeah, well, if this is essentially a benchmark 78. It, if uh, if this was a work farm and a benchmark 78, we'd probably be declaring straight out in the best of the day, really, wouldn't we? So, Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still may. Still, mate. All right, no spoilers yet. Race three is the Adrian Knox for the girls over two thousand meters. I thought this was impossible. Did you have any any thoughts? I thought it was almost impossible. Um, again, I think you can probably pick ten in this and still miss out. Um, how I've settled is I've gone for uh, number three, Achira, around the fifteen dollar mark. Um, I thought it was it was quite impressive last start. It's third up here. I think it can. I think it can run another really nice race here. Uh, finished off again in the heavy going, um, over fifteen hundred. Got out to that distance, so it gets out to that um, as well. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it finished off nicely enough in that, and I think uh, the heavy ground it'll handle continues to improve and might run a nice race at some odds here. I think it's way to well. The way to play the race is look for a few at a couple at double figure odds you can spec. Uh, you mentioned one of them. Another one, another couple I might throw out is Summerbeal. If you can give the last run there, it was impressive. The two leading up to that, whether it didn't run the mile, not sure. Whether we can forgive it and get a soft lead here at 2000, might be hard to run down. And the last one I'll mention, as my page just disappears. Uh, was the complete different form of um, Secret Glamour coming up from Melbourne. And yep. um, the stable know what they're doing when they bring them up, and I've just noticed it's been backed apparently this morning. So, um, yeah, those three are sort of the three I'd look at in a, in a tricky race. Race four is the 2,600-metre Chairman's Quality Group 2, where I... You found it last start, and I'm uh, I'm going to chime in this start. I think Great House is a great chance here at the double figure, at the, about the ten dollars. Uh, two nice setup runs for this. You'd think Waller has it set to peak around this time. Wet track suits and Bowman's riding uh, as good as he has in a couple of years. So happy to start there. And I thought the the main danger was the stable mate Chalkstream. Uh, no way I'd want to take three dollars fifty. I'd want five or six dollars in this field, but does look set up nicely for this. And may just be missing the complete obvious uh, stockman chasing. Do us last last Monday, five day backup. Alicia Collett uh, might blow him away, but I was with the two Wallers here. What were you thinking? Yeah, look, I, I, I left stockman out as well. It could be obvious, but um, backing up fifty nine kilos um, on some heavy tracks um, that's a big ask. But uh, it may prove me wrong. Um, Look, I found the same two as you, but I switched them. I went for Chalk Stream purely on the on the basis that I think the further they go, the better this horse will get. Um, and the pull in the weights, um, it only has 53 on its back. Um, comes off some really nice form um, in Great Britain. 
Um, we're at one over some nice distances in some reasonably good quality races and ran well in others, uh, carrying you know, 58 uh, kilos. It comes into this, the featherweight 53 against some of these. I think it third up really suits, uh, worked home nicely after a tough run last start. I think uh, 2,600 suits. So I think chalk streams really hard to beat. But yeah, I, I've got Grant House as the main danger as well. Um, can run well. And something like She's Ideal, if it puts it together, um, isn't without a chance. It just hasn't probably shown its best this prep, but it has been racing in the top quality races. Race five is the 1400 metre country championships final. Uh, a race I was in no emotional state to do late last night. Did you, were you able to? get anything out of this one or are you watching and learning whatever you can learn? well it's an interesting race um and and our mate paul would be um not pleased if we didn't mention cavalier charles um yeah. who he he captured the other day again um i think it's sapphire coast when was it sapphire coast it's when i won um it's cavalier charge four starts back uh, beat shelby 66 mm. uh four back in a sapphire coast race um and then you know, started at Scone uh, at eight dollars fifty last start and won, and then prior to that was at Canberra at four dollars and won. So um, might be the best form line in Australia. Missing, it's got the best form line in Australia running around in the provincials. So it's certainly you certainly couldn't rule it out. Um, so I thought it was a, a good chance, um, and I thought Testata Silence um, was a nice. Nice uh, horse here. It's it's won the last three. Uh, continues to perform well. Uh, certainly three starts back at Rose Hill um, on the heavy. Uh, won a similar race like this, so I think it's going to be um, a major player as well. Yeah, good analysis there. Uh, race six is the first of the Group Ones. The sires over the fourteen hundred meters. Where well, if they couldn't beat Fireburn in the slipper. In the same conditions. I know we're coming to Roundwick now. I don't know how any out of that race is going to beat it here. Uh, I've got her on top, and I thought the dangers were coming from different form lines. Let's roll the dice was nice. We, we, it's proven over 1,400 metres, winning the size down there. And, and that was a nice win, actually. And might be the main danger here. And I was uh, happy to give another chance uh, to Magic, who the Hawks teams are pretty good at getting back up for these group ones and don't tend to persist if they didn't have some faith in it. But uh, Fireburn from the two coming from outside the slipper. Beaver, what have you done here? Yeah, well, the money's certainly come for Fireburn. I uh, when I did the too. form last night, it was $2.40, and it's now into odds on, or even money to odds on. Um, and rightly so. Uh, you had finished off. It suggested that the 1,400 won't be, won't be a challenge for it. It gets the right gate here, six. We know it can handle the ground, and this isn't the slipper quality field. So if it runs... The 1400, then you would think it's going to win this. Um, I thought you were right with a horse like Magic. Uh, last start, pretty much started even money. Um, and now it's out to almost 20 to 1. Mm. Yep, there wasn't a lot to like about last run, but it was in a part of it was wide most of the way. It didn't really tend to favour horses running on. Um, maybe it's in, maybe it'll improve. I'm not sure it really handled the going last time, so that would be a worry given it would be similar. Uh, but if they, if they start it, you would 
kind of think it might be one for the Maltese. And I, you know, Dormier has had good form, so I'd probably throw that into me, me exotics. Yeah. The next group one on the card is the, the Australian Derby, 2,400 metres, uh, where, Beaver, what are you doing here for the three-year-olds over the staying trip? Oh, look, mate, I, I think it's super hard to go past the favourite, Utatsu. Um, interesting preparation, only the one start so far, and then second start into the into the Derby here, uh, around the $4 mark. I think that's probably about the right price. Um and the other horse in the market, you know, Regal Lion hasn't won for a while. It's performed okay, uh, but it is coming off New Zealand form as well, um, with only being what I think is okay. It's last start was a bad second, but, um, you know, prior to that in New Zealand, it wasn't flash. Forgot You um, produced a really good first up run, but I just hasn't seen the sprint in the last couple of runs that I would have, yeah, you keeps, know, the way it's let down. Yeah, it keeps producing next start runs, which I'm not, you know, yeah, sure about. And so for me, I just can't. I just can't keep going on those next start runs. Um, character was really good the other day. Mm -hmm. I thought it might be probably the the main danger, giving their backing it straight back up into this. Um, again, it wasn't for the young horses backing up so quickly after such a such a slog. Um, but it, it found the line really nicely. I thought it was probably the main danger to Hitotsu, to to be honest. Um, but I thought this was probably. A, you know, a pretty good price given given the quality of the race. Yeah, I didn't overthink this. I thought this is the best horse. Might be a superstar. It, if if any stable is going to produce a preparation like this and win a Derby, it's Mar Eustace. Uh, so I've got it on top. Uh, if it handles the conditions, it'll just win. From Allegron, who's just going to who ran the Quinella with it in the VRC Derby, it just keeps coming and coming and coming and wants all of twenty four hundred meters. And uh, I did have forgot you in for third. I went one, two, three in the market order. Uh, the Tullock has, I believe, provided the winner of this race most years. But I'm just again, like I said, I don't rate the New Zealand form. And as a result, character tied to that coming off a slog, uh, albeit not quite a heavy ten slog, a slog of five day back up. Happy to go away from it. So was just uh, looking for best horse in race. Now. The TJ Smith over the 1,200 metres is next. The next group one. Who is the best horse in this race anymore? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> um, what, do you, which, what do you do? Um, I've, I've landed on a Eduardo, to be honest. Um, I'm usually a Nature Strip fan, but uh, I think this sets up for for Eduardo quite nicely. Uh, again, Nature Strip's drawn in 11, and the last two starts, Nature Strip hasn't jumped well. No. Um, and, and being out at 11, that, that concerns me here. I think it's there's no doubt it's going to have to work um, some way, and it, and it could get stuck three wide, um, which is probably my biggest concern. And if it does, it, it can't win. It, can't, it, can't, it needs to have some some opportunity and favours to beat Eduardo. Eduardo's drawn gate three. It's going to jump straight on the bunny. It's going to be able to get wherever it wants to in regards to position, but also in placement on the track. Um, and at some stage in the last 200, Eduardo is going to be in front and they're going to have to go past it. Um, so I've got Eduardo on top. I think uh, it's going to be super hard to beat and we know that uh, the heavy ground's not going to hurt it. I've got Eduardo on top two. I'm not quite sure Nature Strip is with us. I won't 
I am denied about leaving out the quaddy, which I'll get to soon, and maybe the extra run at a thousand didn't suit, but you know, they, the other two beat it pretty comfortably. I've got it on top. Uh, I thought the one, the forgotten horse here is Paul Lille. You just forgive the Galaxy run; that was a bit of a horror show. And obviously, our mate Shelby is the is the other danger. Uh, so uh, I, I'm sort of taking the line that Nature Strips hasn't totally come up this prep, and same as Mars Crusader. So it leaves you with the others. Race nine is the Doncaster, uh, one of my favourite races of the year. I love the handicap miles at Ranwick. The Group One, uh, Beaver. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's a pretty good field actually um, for a Doncaster. Um, plenty of chances and uh, some good horses. At some really good odds here. Uh, nice race. Um, yeah. Keen to watch this race. Uh, some of the concerns for some of the, the more favoured horses um, they're drawn in the car park, uh, namely Mr. Brightside, Lighthouse, Private Eye, uh, all drawn the outside of the field out in the 20 barriers. There may be some scratchings that might help them, not so sure in the, the, the Doncaster. Um, so that makes their task uh, a bit Herculean, to be honest, to see where they're going to get. Private Eye is probably going to have to go back to the tail. Can it come from the tail and beat this lot? I don't think so. Um, look, when you you go away from anything and you like, I came back to Forbidden Love. I just think it's it's flying at the moment. Um, the miles perfect. Uh, I think the draw's pretty good. Um, it can sit wherever it wants as long as it get, it should get cover. If it gets caught a little bit wide, if not, it'll be one off the fence. Um, it just finished off beautifully, beautifully last start, um, and. Just gets all the favours here, 50 kilos. I mean, it's just got nothing on its back. Um, the pull in the weights, it's pulling, you know, weight off. He's got five kilos on, on Thunderstruck. Uh, obvious danger. Uh, produced a really nice run again last start. Not sure the heavy is exactly what I, I'm Thunderstruck wants. Yeah. Again, it could get cluttered up here um, and it's just going to have to give Forbidden Love a start. Uh then looking at the others, I was sort of trying to find where, where the other dangers come from. Ellsberg wasn't impressive. You know, there's a lot of horses here that are going to go forward. Ellsberg, Brightside, um, they're going to take up some running. Um, there's some couple of other horses uh, that will probably go forward early, so that will ensure the pace is on. Um, but there's, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting race. And then down down into the market, horses like Kiss, Kiss on all four cheeks uh, around the $30 mark. I think it's a it's a sneaky chance. Like Inspirational Girl is an interesting one. Um, it's it's $30 in a, you know, two starts back. Uh, had, had a great win. Yep. Uh, beating Zaki uh, wasn't as good last start. Uh, you can't rule it out. But, uh, yeah, I've landed on, on Forbidden Love. I just keep coming back to it. I love this race because... Um... I, I might have completely overthought it and Forbidden Love is, is drawn well and right set up, blah, 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 no disputing that. But I think uh, apart from Happy Clapper, did he win an Epsom? Anyway, uh, double double figure barriers have won these sort of races all the time. So I love the ones drawn out, plenty of paces, you said. Uh, so I went looking for Inspirational Girl, like you said, 30s. Drawn 19 will get last crack, missed the start in the All-Star Mile, ran on okay. Uh, gets Willie Pike now and uh, happy to, to spec at that price. I thought Kikau was one this, that 
Waller would have set for this and could pop up again at 50 kilos. Linda Meach drawn out wide could be a sniper, maybe more so for a place play. Uh, and even something like Halal's crazy odds at 70s there. Uh, I really wanted to go looking for Converge, but I hate the gate and that'll need a special ride from drawn inside and uh, I'm not quite sure that jockey is the one to be doing it. Uh, and then the obvious there in Thunderstruck and uh, Thunderstruck and Forbidden Love, who both run well. Lighthouse is a great chance from the widest draw, actually. But a um, lot in the quaddy, but keen to take the 30s uh, and 40s and 50s, about some of the ones I mentioned there. Uh, but very exciting race. And I'll do all that, and Faber will probably win. But such is my life as a Tigers fan. Uh, PJ Bell wraps up the day over 1,200 metres, where I was looking for fresh blood here. Went looking for away from the Sydney stuff. Uh, so I found Give Me Par, nice enough return, just bumped late there behind listening, uh, glistening up the straight, got a bit tired. Um, getting about double figures there. Hellfest is another one that interests me, just keeps improving for the blue colours. And very fine, very fine red was a nice resumption behind a good horse, uh, Marzu, who's flying, and uh, led him up and did quite well there. And again, is nice each way odds. So they're the ones I've just noticed being backed, actually. They're the ones I'm looking to play to finish the day, Beaver. What are you doing in the last? Yeah, mate, I've settled on the 13. Zapatea. Zapatea. Yep. I thought um, it now gets uh, to the right peak for being third up. Uh, First two starts is preparations. Chased home Mazu, who's flying at the moment um, and is a quality horse. Uh, drawn on the inside too, um, so hopefully it can get off the fence. But I think it'll it'll sit near enough um, to to midfield, just off the pace. Uh, seems to handle the heavy okay, given last start. Um, I thought it was only a couple of lengths off him. I think the twelve hundred now suits, and I think it can run a great race in a really open field. Um, and I thought Sneaky Five uh, might be a sneaky chance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up from Melbourne uh, in that different form line as well. It's ran some nice races uh, in previous preparations and uh, can just sit off the pace and be a major player in the last. Beautiful. Uh, I will, well, I guess I'm in charge of the Doncaster Quaddy for this week. You are. Uh, I'm going to start the first leg. One, Hitotsu. Two, Allegron. Three, Forgot You. Four Castle Ray Kid into does Nature Strip go in or out? What do we do here? Sure, quite mate. Thanks. Uh, two Eduardo, six Shelby sixty six, and eleven Paulile. Just to be blown out by Waller and J Mac. I can't wait. Uh, in the Doncaster, one Cascadian, two I'm Thunderstruck, five Lighthouse. 8, Inspirational Girl, 12, Kiss on All for Cheeks, 16, Forbidden Love, 18, Kick Out, and that'll do us there. And we'll come home with 4, Hellfest, 5, Heresy, 6, Gimme Par, and 10, A Very Fine Red. Your best and value at Ranwick. Yeah, my best comes up in race 2, number 3, Straight Arrow. I made it my best bet of the day, but I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about a lot of my other bets pretty much from race four onwards. So I think um, there's some nice bets there um, in the day. 
And I'm going to save my value for the last, the get out. Uh, race 10, number 13, Zapateo. I make my best Hitotsu. If it gets through conditions, I think it wins. And my value, keen on the double-figure stuff I mentioned all day, but let's go for Inspirational Girl in a Doncaster at the 30s there. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, check them out for their free tips, extensive guides, and much, much more. We'll head to Bendigo for the Golden Mile Day. Track good, rail true. Uh, you can usually make pretty good ground at Bendigo. So not too worried about the state of the track for now. We kick off with a 2,400-metre staying race. How are we going to open the batting here? Yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, Point Nepean. Uh, it was well-fancied first up. Uh, will be improved by that run under its belt. Uh, gets into this race with 52 on its back with the claim for Alana Kelly. Um, looks, a, looks a race for it. Uh, hard to beat. Main danger, number six, missed 500 at the double-figure odds. Uh, wouldn't rule it out as a saver, but it's up point in the PM for me. I've got Miss 500 on top off the freshen up, ran a nice enough resumption chasing Yonts. Uh, last start, back out, to 24, uh, back out to 24 suits, and I think can give you a nice side at the $10 mark. Uh, you mentioned point to P and hopefully better for the run, Alana Kelly um, in the game here. Uh, and then third third back to Verdani, as the market suggests, hit the line well enough in a Stony Creek Cup. Benchmark 70, 1,300 metres, comes up next on the card, is Stretto just a good thing at the evens, or have you gone elsewhere? Well, I thought it was a bit skinny, to be honest. Um, I agree. I know last start was pretty good, ran good time. Um, but, you know, what was the quality of the field? Um, and then prior to that, I mean, its form hasn't been outstanding last preparation. I mean, it only ran around at, at these types of tracks and, and didn't do a lot, so... Um, it's only one, two from 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's ran a lot of places. So carrying 59 kilos here, uh, I know that's sort of around about what everyone else is carrying, but uh, sometimes that does affect some horses more than others. So I thought that even money was just too skinny to play here. I've gone for the, the fresh horse Vitruvius um, from my mate Priscus stable. Uh, it's resuming here. It's got the blinkers on. Um, it's only lightly raced and... Look, it'd probably be better suited um, over a little bit further, but resumes here over the 1,300, can run well. I think it won first up last prep over 1,300 at Bendigo um, around this price, double-figure odds, but ran some really nice races uh, last preparation. This isn't a difficult field. Um, could be one to watch. Yeah, nice find there. I thought I agree the favourite was too short. Uh, I had Pal Dior on top, actually, coming off, I know, coming off midweek stuff as well, but stuck three wide outside lead last start and um, can improve off that. Uh, maybe this is one of the races I have overthought, given how well Stretto did win, but I just um, was happy to take your narrative that, uh, you know, it, it doesn't well, just Well, before last start, it was one, one win from 16. Agree. It yeah. was one win from 16 starts, right? Yes, 100%. It has changed tables, but yeah. Uh, Vitruvius did some nice things last prep, so I agree. $14 is a nice way to play away as well. And good luck to Tony Cools, who's backed Gun Sonic for the uh, Grey Gums Punters Club. We'll uh, each way, so let's all hold hands and pray there. Race three is the 1,000 metres Vobus Gold for the two-year-olds. A tricky race. Uh, not a lot of exposed form, but uh, I was happy to give a bit of a chance here to over Shady, who was caught, again, caught wide first up. Hit the line okay. It was around $17. It would be much better for that run. 
from the raced one uh, and main danger, well, maybe the, the top chance is Charlemagne, who did lead up a good one, who we'll see in Sydney in Let's Roll the Dice and um, has been through the conditions. So, uh, well, back on to dry, I should say, should uh, improve its chances, but you know, no real confidence here. He's handsome from the Moody stable. Has also trolled okay a couple of times, but we'll know more afterwards. Beaver, what have you done? Yeah, this is almost um, impossible, this race, given the number of unraced and yeah, trying to get a line on those. I just thought if you wanted to have a bit of a play, number nine, surgery session um, of, the, of the race brigade. Uh, one well sat outside the lead last start um, at Ballarat, um, stuck on quite well, comes from a good stable. If there, if it jumps and goes forward again, which I suspect it will, knew it can rate him well up front, might run a cheeky race. Cool. Race four is the 1,100-metre benchmark 84. It probably has to be D-Day for Remark here. He led up, you know, apparently the best horse in Australia, Shelby 66, last time, and just nabbed late. Comes down here. Oliver goes on. Dry track. And you're getting around $4, I think, last chance here. And the main danger for me is Zorro's Dream, who's come back absolutely flying this prep, and you could probably still back each way. Uh, Bendigo should suit getting the outside there and being able to fly home. What have you done? Yeah, I've gone Zara's dream uh, for exactly that reason. Uh, drawn the 12, which is perfect. Uh, it can go back. It can pull to the middle of the track. Uh, Bendigo, they do win from there. Uh, over the 1,100, I think it's suit. I thought it was home last start. I've backed its last couple of starts. It, it wins races like this, and it's a good horse. Um, remark, it's D-Day. Uh, like 59 kilos, uh, uh, you, you're just speculating. Um, there's a lot of wraps on it, but hasn't lived up to those yet for me. Um, I'm happy to go with the tried and true uh, Melbourne form, and Zoro's Dream has that, and at $8, nice bet. Race five is the 1,400-metre gold bracelet for the mares. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, tricky race here. Uh, plenty of chances. I'm going to give Sierra Leo Miss uh, a second chance here. Uh, it was well fancied in the market. Just things didn't seem to go its way uh, last start. Um, just, yeah, I think it was just a forgive run, to be totally honest. Uh, it was out of the ordinary for it. Um, I'm expecting that uh, with Oliver aboard here, it can improve. And I think $4 is a good bet. If you're willing to forgive last run, it probably, without last run, um, starts favourite here. So I think it's hardest to beat. And the fresh returning Foxy Friday, the main danger. The other two I found, I had Foxy Frieda on top. They, they just at the price, they traded wins all last prep uh, and uh, has come off a trial, was ridden out, did win a trial leading up to this. A nice starting point for Foxy. Cerulea Miss will improve getting Oliver and yeah, that's pretty much all I've got to say. Yeah, Vespertine mm. might be the other obvious one, but uh, who was okay last start behind? Um, what's its face? Just had a blank. Oh, Anavisto. Yeah. Cordy kicks off with race six, the twenty-two hundred meter St Ledger Trial, is it or whatever they call it these days? Yeah, St Ledger Trial for these three-year-olds. Um, Beaver, do you have any idea here? Yeah, look, um, I think the favourite looks really hard to beat here. Cunning Fox uh, has had some money for it this morning, I can see. 
look, it's last two runs um, aren't as bad as what they looked. Uh, I think last start it was at Mooney Valley in the Alistair Clark. Um, so this is a it was long odds and um, this is a step back in class. And then the price, the start prior to that, um, copped a pretty bad check. Um, so I, I'd be putting a, a line through that. And before that, had some really good races. Um, won a couple, one at Flemington, one at Benalla. Um, Paddy Payne uh, is, is a gun at training these types of horses and winners in these races. Um, and it's going really well at the moment, 2,200 metre suits. And this is a pretty weak affair. I think Cunning Fox would be really hard to beat. Yeah, I I found this tricky stuff. I might have a spec on Duke of Bedford around 20s. Nice win first up this prep, uh, straight at the distance. And uh, again, the uh, Buston Young team now to get these stays ready. But from the Cunning Fox, who does feel a little bit obvious, but um, maybe short in a, a tricky race. No real confidence there, though, from me. The 1,400-metre Bendigo Guineas is next on the card where I was... I think Cardigan Queen's obvious here, um, rightful favourite, so on top, and was going to make a case for Chartreuse, who was uh, very good, finishing just on the heels of some good ones first up in a, a quick race. Uh, inside gate maybe the main concern, but around a $10 mark, I thought was the, the danger in this one. Yeah, I've said on Cardigan Queen as, as well. Uh, three runs in this prep have been all very good. Uh, I think gate 11's not a bad draw. As long as it can get some cover here, you're concerned over the jock, but um, it is what it is at, the, at this price. Uh, but it should be fit enough and ready enough to run a huge race in this. Probably been set for this, to be honest. Um, and its form this prep in is being excellent. I've got the main danger as sharp response purely because... Um, I did back at last start and thank God for protest payout because um, I got the chockies. Not sure why it was even upheld, but that's another story. Uh, but it was a good win. I took off early, sustained a really nice long run. Um, as long as it's backed up as okay from that, it can run well again here. Cherry Tortoni feels a bit obvious in this race. Uh, hard to miss the run last time. Blink, uh, blinkers went on for last time. Hard to miss it. Hitting the line very well. Feels probably a tiny bit short, and all its wins have come on the soft and wet, which is my major concern there. Uh, I am Superman was good last start. Trial since comes down here, gets a lead, and gets Blake McDougal, and I think can give you a real sight. Um, so I will be backing it each way. I really want to find Zaydani. The trials weren't fantastic, and uh, not necessarily sure Gate Two's great for it either. Um, so I was looking, yeah, I am Superman f and Cherry, my top picks there. And we finished today with a benchmark. Hey, what about me? Oh, didn't you? Just... And I get a pick in this race. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. You carry on. <laughs> yeah, go. On. You give us your tips too. <laughs> Mate, it was exactly the same as you. Oh, good. Um, so glad I just I wanted to reiterate the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, glad. Thank you, mate. Um, no, I've gone for I Am Superman as well. I think can get, get control here coming down from Sydney. Um, so, yeah, it will be super hard to beat here. I thought the same thing. Cherry Tour Tony, while it was hard to miss uh, last start, strong 18 here, um, as you said, doesn't that most of its uh, form has been on softer going. Uh, it's going to need a bit of luck, and it is going to come from near the tail of the field. So I am Superman. I'm hoping he's off and gone. Very good. Uh, yeah, great, great analysis, Beaver. 
you can go first on this one. The uh, benchmark 100 over the 14 to finish the day. You can have at it. Screw you. What? Um, <laughs> no, I'll go first. Corner pocket will win. Uh, there. No, 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 no. That's only because you forgot me. Um, <laughs> look, yeah, tricky, tricky race here. I think it comes down to, to the top two, uh, corner pocket and second slip. I think they've got it between them here. Um, corner pockets form is really good for a race like this, but I settled on just at the price, uh, double the price. I went for second slip. I think it can run really well. I like the two kilo plane here, so it gets the four and a half kilo. It's only three kilo pulling the weights um, off corner pocket, and I think that might be the difference at the end. I'm just going to stamp corner pocket here, let up, uh, well, she got out late and chased uh, Zaki and Inspirational Girl last start. I think that sets up pretty well here. For this one, uh, it's just an honest little try. Uh, eight from 11, hopefully it'll be nine from 12 this time tomorrow afternoon to finish off my quaddy and my championship first day in style. Championship slash Bendigo Mile Day, where you are in charge of the quaddy. What are you doing for Bendigo? Yeah, God give me strength. Um, but I am going to go. First leg, number two, the Cunning Fox. Number four, Fighting Arrow. Number eight, Princeton Award. And number nine, Figo the Great. And number 10, More Pergo. It's going a little bit wide in the first leg. Yep. In the second leg, I'm going to go number one, Chartres. Number four, Mars Mission. Number five, Sharp Response. And number 10, Cardican Queen. In the third leg, I'm going to go number one, I Am Superman. Number seven, Crosshaven. Number nine, Rock. Number 14, Cherry Tortoni. And number 16, Holbein. And in the last leg, I'm going to go quite skinny. I'm going to go number three, corner pocket, and number 10, second slip. Beautiful. Uh, what do you got for us up north? Are we on at Eagle Farm? Uh, you're going to do your best. You're going to do oh, your yeah, best do in your value. How good am I going this morning? All righty, for progroupracing.com.au. The Tigers have, the tigers have taken their toll on you. I'm going not? to lay back down in a minute. Uh, the corner yeah, pocket is my to. best at Bendigo. And uh, my value, I'll make it Foxy Frieda in the Mayor's race. What about you, Beaver? My best is race seven, number 10, Cardigan Queen. I think it'll be super hard to beat. And my value bet is race four, number six, Zorro's Dream. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, what do you got for us? Anything at Eagle Farm? I have got stuff at Eagle Farm for you, mate. It wouldn't be uh, a preview without it. Okay. Race two, number three, Hang Five, Behind the Beats. How much rain are we three, up number 11. Are we going to get on? It's good. This ain't good. Ooh, okay. Cool. Carry on. Sorry. Race three, number 11, rations. Uh, then later in the day, I've come up with, is it race eight, number five, Kisakana. And then we're going to finish the day with race Nine, number 11, Festival Prince. I think all four of those will give you a great sight. Might even be a, a multiplay all-up bet there for the Beaver. Lovely. 
Good job, Beaver. It's day one of the championships underway, hopefully filling our pockets for day two next week. Good job. I will see you Tuesday night where you can host the midweek preview. And uh, good punting. Good. good punting tomorrow, guys. And we will check out Pro Racing, all that good stuff, and we'll talk very soon. Catch you guys.